Okay, we have been talking about the judgment of God. Uh, we talk about two types of servants. Uh, one, uh, the wicked servant one, wicked servant two. And they have quite a different uh, ending to their life. So this morning, I want to talk about the rewards uh, that is coming through the judgment of God. Right, so the judgment of God can be a glorious event. It can be a glorious event uh, if we are walking and doing what God wants. Whether the judgment of God will be horrendous or glorious, it depends on you. It depends on us, how we walk while we are on this earth. So we never thought about judgment being so glorious. You know, every time we think about judgment, you know, we, it's, we fear and trembling. But let's look at Matthew 25, verse 31 to 34. Matthew 25, 31 to 34. When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep on his right and goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. So when Jesus comes to judge, He comes in His glory, and He is seated on the throne. So when Jesus comes, when God comes to judge, it was the time that He comes in glory in order to share His glory with His people, those who have been walking with Him. In order, you know, He's seated on the throne. He wants to share His kingdom with us. So, so you, you take note of it. When He comes, He comes with all of His angels. Verse 31. The Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with him, and he sits on the throne in heavenly glory. Can you see the glorious picture of Jesus coming to, to rule, coming to judge, and all his angels with him? Wow. I don't know how many angels he have, right? But it'll be, well, it's it, it just, it just so glorious that, that on, on that occasion... So when He comes, it's a blessed time. You know, we think that judgment is horrible time. But it's a blessed time. He said, all you who are blessed by my Father, the Father comes with blessing. The Father comes with reward. And once again, we see that God comes to judge. He comes with, with the heart of a Father. Okay, so God's heart, the Father's heart is always that we will inherit what He has prepared for us. The blessing that He has prepared for us. And, and I want you to know this is the heart of God. That's why let us live correctly, aright, so that the judgment of God will become for us a glorious time. 
when we meet with our Lord Jesus and our Father. So we want to talk about the rewards that God will award us when He comes. What kind of uh, reward is it? In, in this verse, verse 34, we mention this again and again, and I want you to get it in, into your, your spirit. In verse 34, he says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. Take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Can you imagine? God, before creation, he has already had you in his mind. He has already have you in his heart. He has already have a plan for you and an inheritance that he has right from the beginning of creation. He has you in his mind. God is an eternal God. He's God of the beginning and the end. He sees everything. Can you realize how precious you are? Can you realize how important you are in the heart of the Father? And that's why throughout this series of study, we see the heart of the Father. He doesn't want any of His children to miss up on what He has prepared for them before the creation of the world. Before the creation of the world. Can you imagine? God knows about you. And that's why we want to live out what God has planned for us in this generation. But the reality is some people or maybe a lot of people will mess up on what God has prepared for them. Isn't that frightening? Isn't that a frightening thought? Because we have read those scriptures. Many will come in those days and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we do this? Didn't we prophesy in your name? But the Lord said, I, I never knew you. That's the reality of the situation. And I trust that none of us will find ourselves in that situation. So the, the kingdom that the Father has prepared for us encompasses all the other rewards that we are going to receive. Because everything happens in His kingdom. And that's why we keep talking about the kingdom of God. We keep pursuing the kingdom of God. That's why Jesus said, you put the kingdom of God first. Because everything we are to receive is within, is inside that kingdom. We will not spend time on talking about the kingdom of God because we've been talking about that for years. You know, when we have the kingdom of God, it means that we are to rule and we are to reign with Him in His kingdom. Okay, so we, we, talk, we, we come to talk about the reward number two. This is part of what is within the kingdom, but let's talk about the, the final thing, uh, the, 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 the fine things that is in the kingdom. Okay, Matthew 25, verse 20 and 21. The men who had received the five talents Brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I've, got, I've gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. 
Come and share your master's happiness. Can you see the heart of the Father is always for us to inherit what He has. And He wants to give us a lot of things to take care, a lot of things to, to inher inherit, to rule over. And for us to serve Him is an honor, is a privilege. Work is not a curse. Work is worship. It's, it, it's satisfying. It expresses who we truly are. So the Father wants to give to us many things, even though we are just faithful in a few things. So, so that we will really give ourselves to, to serve God and to invest ourselves in the kingdom of God because that is the best investment plan you can have. You're just faithful in a few things and yet He gives you to take charge of many things. You know, there is multiple rewards coming for what we have uh, 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 given ourselves to. And then the third reward is you enter and share the Master's happiness. So, I can't imagine what, what uh, that happiness would be, you know, compared with some of the happy moments that we have. But you can be sure when you are welcome into the master's happiness, you're enjoying the master's happiness in that glorious setting, I think no one can describe it. It's only when you go there, you experience it, then we know that, that, that the intensity, the kind of happiness that, that we will have in, in, in our soul. Okay, today, living this world, there are many things that make us happy as well, but they don't last. Okay, but to be able to enter into the master's happiness is, is fulfillment. It's, it's lasting, lasting joy and happiness in His glorious presence. And then the fourth reward is we will receive abundance. Abundance. For everyone, Matthew 25, 29, for everyone who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. There will be different degrees of experiences in heaven for different people. Some of us, we learn that they are in outer darkness where there will be whipping and gnashing of teeth. There are others who enter, but they have few things. And there are those who have entered into heaven, they have an abundance of things. It all depends on how you live and how you invest your life on this earth. So heaven, uh, the, the, the earth, the system of this world is a shadow of that which is to come. And that's why a lot of Christians, we make this mistake. We are so ignorant about heaven. We think that, oh, get to heaven, get to heaven, get to heaven. You know, that's it. Let me tell you, heaven is not communism. Where everyone share everything in common. You have the same thing as another person. Heaven is not communism. 
That's not the system that God runs heaven. Heavens, there are hierarchy. You know, it's it's shadow of this world. There are people who have. There are people who have not. He said those who have, even uh, those who have not, even what he have will be given to the one who have. Think about that. Think about it. Because we are too simple in our mind. We think that I'm going to heaven a happy, I believe in Jesus. What kind of heaven are you entering into? Is there abundance? Or is there just barely safe? Is, just, is there just a little? Because that's all I've done for the kingdom on earth. So, why is God speaking to us at this time? He's speaking to us in order that we may understand about His judgment, in order that we might prepare ourselves. I hope none of us will listen to the message and walk away as if this is another Sunday message. You think about it. We work so hard in this world. We want better things. We are willing to sacrifice for better things for this world. Are you taking them to heaven? Or they're going to be just left behind? And you are so short-sighted, so ignorant, that you did not invest in the eternal. And at the end of the day, you lose everything. What the Father has prepared for you. So heaven Earth is a reflection of heaven. It's a shadow of what heaven is. And a lot of Christians, because we don't understand about heaven, about how God judges, so when we come to uh, the twilight part, the second half of our, our journey on earth, what are we thinking? I was reconnected with one of my students uh, when I was a teacher, and then he's working in Singapore, successful with three kids. And so we, we just reconnected. And so he was telling me now he wants to spend quality time with the children uh, now that he's you know, arrived, and he wants to travel a lot more, uh, which he has not done before. That's all his plan for the next half. I'm talking about Christian. I'm talking about Christian. How many of us, we think the same way, just like the people in the world, but they have no future. And we walk as if we have no future, and we'll end up with no future because we walk like them. And God is sharing to us this message and say, hey, if you have missed it, it's about time you Rise up. It's about time you look seriously into your life and consider what you will be entering into when you get to heaven. Are you going to miss it all? Are you going to miss it all? Or are you going to enter into the abundance and the joy that is there? Or are you going to be whipping and gnashing your teeth in eternity. So I told him, you're talking to a pastor. 
you know, and, and this is not the way to live. So he said, yeah, the kingdom of God has been lost in our mind for a long time already. But these are Christians who go to church, who are good people, who are faithful, who has a, a very good family. But if he goes that way, he's going to miss it. If, you, if we go that way, you're going to miss it. So, what are you going to do? I'm going to just talk about one more reward. And then next week, uh, I'll continue how, how to uh, enter into our inheritance. Reward number five. The reward number five is for wise servants. Not just servants, not just good and faithful servants. You know, do you know you can have good and faithful servants, but they are not wise? So, so you know, if you are a boss, or, you know, you will know. Among your, your workers, there will be those who are very faithful, very good. They wouldn't take a single cent from you. They would just be faithful. But you have to tell them everything. Otherwise, they wouldn't know what to do. They don't have wisdom. But this faith reward is for good and faithful servant, but also wise servant. What does he get? Matthew 24 45 to 47. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge of the servants in his household to give them their food at a proper time? It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. I tell you the truth. He will put him in charge of all his possessions. Okay, 主人要派他管理一切所有的. Okay, the master will put him in charge of all his possessions. What kind of servant? Not good and faithful. The good and faithful receive 10 CT, 5 CT, you know. You see the difference? For the faithful and wise servant, he's put in charge of everything the master says. Everything. There is a vast difference between taking care of five city, ten city, and everything the master says. So, you see, God wants us to be wise. Not just good and faithful. Wise. Next week, I'm going to to tell you how we can be a wise servant. So, can you see? Heaven is going to be an orderly place. God will not put people who are not qualified, who do not have the character, who do not have the right attitude, uh, the ability to be in charge because heaven will be turned into hell in no time, you know, if that is the case. But our God, He is a wise God. He knows how to put who in charge of what, you know, and, and He's sharing with us so that we can train ourselves, so that we can prepare ourselves to be that wise and, 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 and faithful servant of His, 
to be given charge of many things or, or, or all his, his uh, possessions. So how we live on this earth is so important. How you follow Jesus is so important. How you serve is so important. It determines whether that judgment day will be the glorious and happy day of your life or whether it's going to be fear and trembling when judgment comes. Let's all stand. We're going to pray now.